Welcome to the Shine Bright Podcast. I'm your host, Brianna Castell. My hope is that this podcast will be a place to encourage women to shine their lights brightly and authentically by unapologetically being who God called us to be. You can expect to hear me talk about things like Jesus, how ghetto adulting is, finances, dating, therapy, and honestly, everything in between. My prayer is that each episode you will walk away feeling encouraged, inspired, and seen. Let's get into today's episode. Hey, Fireflies. Welcome to this week's episode of the Shine Bright Podcast. I am your host, Brianna Christel, and I just wanted to thank you, as always, for tuning in here on the podcast. If you are new, we talk about everything from life, adulting, Jesus, finances, and whatever else might randomly be on my mind that week. So I hope each episode makes you laugh a little bit and think a little bit more. How is your heart, sis? So my favorite question to start with each week's episode is how is your heart? Because I think in a time where everyone on social media and in culture likes to act like things are all rainbows and butterflies, I'm here to share with you that sometimes things are thunderstorms and moths instead. Get it? Rainbows, thunderstorms, moths, butterflies. Anyways. (laughs) So how is my heart? Um, My heart is actually not the best. But before I get into that, I will say, so the last episode I was talking about like wanting to just distract myself from the election and clearly things turned out the way that they did, um, which is um, relieving in, in many ways, just that we just don't have Donald Trump as a president anymore. Um, but I think these next couple of months are going to be really uh, interesting to see kind of how he moves and operates and acts and everything like that. But this is not a political podcast. So anyways, and my heart has nothing to do with that this week. Um, But yeah, my heart is not that great. And so this week I had a great therapy session, um, but good only in the sense that it made me think. But it also unearthed a few things in my heart that I really didn't like confronting. Um, So this is going to be a little bit of a mini story. So bear with me. But almost two months ago, I permed and cut my hair. We talked about this a few episodes back. And when I say cut, for those that haven't seen it, I mean like pixie cut short, like old school Halle Berry, Nia Long, like your girl is bald. If you haven't seen pictures, you can find me on Instagram at Brianna Castell and you'll be able to see all the pictures. Anyway, so when I originally cut my hair, I was loving it. Like I felt great about it. It was awesome. But that was two months ago. So fast forward to now, my hair has started to grow out a lot and it's in this awkward stage where it's too long to be a pixie, but I feel like it's too short to be anything cute. (laughs) So personally, I feel like it's just in this really awkward, not so cute stage. Now, prior to perming my hair, I was natural for about 10 years, 10 plus years. And in those 10 years, I probably sat in a salon chair maybe three or four times, meaning I was the one doing my hair styling my hair and I was the one in control of how my hair came out for the past 10 years. Currently, that is not the case. Um, The freedom and the liberty that I had to style my natural hair the way that I wanted to, I do not have with permed hair. Because basically what that means is like when I need to touch up a perm, which with permed hair you need about, or I personally need them about every six weeks or so. So I have to go to somebody to get that done. And then when I need a haircut, and for me, that's about every month, like an actual haircut, and then a shape up is every two weeks. 
So I have to rely on someone else to do it because obviously like I can't reach back there. I can't perm my own hair. It's just not something I can do. So I have found myself pretty frustrated with the fact that I now have to rely on and wait for someone to get my hair done the way that I want it. And so I thought that I would like the idea of having someone taking care of my hair. But I think what I meant is that I would like to have a personal stylist that lives with me and can do my hair whenever I want. I don't like having to schedule an appointment or chase down a stylist if they're booked or stock their calendars for cancellations and all that just to get my hair done. So that's the frustrating part, but that is not what has my heart no bueno. So that's just the background. Um, but so talk in talking to my therapist this week, um, to put it simply, I have realized, and maybe like some of you, that when my hair isn't done, my confidence is shot. Like my confidence is really tied to my hair. And in the past, this hasn't been something easy to recognize in myself because I've always been capable of doing my own hair and doing it the way that I want to. Um, But now that I'm handicapped in that, like when my hair is not looking cute the way I want it to, like there's literally nothing I can do about it until I can get on somebody's calendar for an appointment. And so it's really unearthed some insecurities and some self-esteem issues in me that I honestly thought I had moved past. Um, So that has just been a little bit frustrating kind of working through this where it's like, uh, I thought we were past this. And to add to that, I've also realized that during quarantine, I've put on my quarantine little fluffy weights and while most of my weight has gone to my lower half, so it's gone to my butt and my thighs, which low-key doesn't look bad. Like I've actually gotten a lot of compliments on it from my friends and stuff when they see me, but it just doesn't feel great putting on your pre-COVID pants and realizing they're a little snug. So to put it simply, my heart is feeling a little bit insecure about my appearance right now, which is a little hard for me to say out loud and definitely makes me like cringe at being uh that transparent um and I guess right now I'm just I'm trying to be patient with myself in my insecurities and navigating through them uh so that's kind of where I'm at I'm still actively working through them this is like I discovered this is my therapist on Monday so it's like oh girl we have more work to do um but I just want to be transparent about that just in case there's anyone else that's struggling in similar areas I also wanted to share that in talking to my therapist and expressing my frustrations with having to circle back and addressing some insecurities um, that I thought were behind me, she reminded me that healing is cyclical, not linear, meaning that you might come back and revisit some things and that's okay. So if you're listening to this and maybe you're finding yourself dealing with something that you thought had passed or that you thought you were over, Um, I just want to encourage you that you're not the only one, and apparently, according to her, this is normal. So, yeah. Insecurities are real, and I think they've presented in different ways during this COVID time. So, wherever you're at with that, like, I just encourage you to be patient with yourself. You guys know I'm always going to encourage therapy, so, uh, you know, find yourself a therapist as well. But yeah, so that is how my heart is doing. But now it's your turn to answer the question for yourself. How is your heart, sis? What areas are you maybe needing to lovingly give yourself grace right now? Time to check in. How's your heart, sis?
I put this poll on Instagram asking you guys what topic you wanted me to cover this week, and you guys chose this one. So we're going to talk about it. Um, But as usual, I want to provide a little bit of backstory around what led me to this topic idea. So y'all know if you have been listening that I am single like a Pringle. Side note, I don't even know why that is a saying because everyone knows Pringles are never single. Okay, you never just eat one of those. But anyway, so Shadi is out here riding solo, dolo in the streets. And within the past, I want, well, I think it's really, I've noticed it the most during quarantine, but it's happened before. But I have basically seen several guys that I have declined their advances in the past, otherwise known as curved, but I think sometimes saying curved has a negative connotation, but basically they shot their shot and I've been like, you know, I'm good for one reason or another. So anyways, a bunch of guys that I have curved within the past three months, they have basically gotten into relationships. And when I counted, it's probably like four or five guys and each time I saw it, so I found out in different ways. Some of them, a few of them told me like, you know, they were in relationships because, you know, we're so cool. Um, others I saw on my just Instagram timeline, others, other people reposted it. So a few times, you know, I saw it and I was like, oh, okay, that's cute. Keep it pushing. Um, and I didn't really give it much thought until this one guy. So this guy and I, we used to talk in undergrad And well, actually, I don't even know if you would consider it talking. He just used to hit my line a lot and I could tell that he liked me, but he went to school like super down south. I think in like Louisiana, I don't even remember, but there was no way that we could like make it work. Well, actually, I take that back. There probably was a way that we could make it work, but the truth is I just didn't like him like that. But I remember how hard he tried and how many times I had to be like, I'm good fam, but I appreciate you. So fast forward, what, six or seven years now, and I randomly see this post on my Instagram, and it's not even from his page because I don't even follow him, but it was from this like black love page that I follow that has like hundreds and thousands of followers, and they were basically reposting his engagement pictures that had low-key, high-key gone viral. So I basically watched for several weeks as this man's absolutely gorgeous and annoyingly viral proposal pictures popped up on my social media timeline day after day, week after week. And I literally had to ask myself like, Brianna, do we regret curving him? And yes, I speak to myself in third person sometimes. (laughs) But yeah, I was like, here I am single like a like a Frito, because no one ever has more than one of those. (laughs) And I'm like, homeboy done got this girl a whole dream proposal. And I had a moment like just being so honest with y'all. And I thought like, yo, that could have been me. That could have been me grinning from ear to ear on all of these black love pages, all jolly with the beautiful rock on my finger. Because it wasn't just one page that posted him. Like this was literally going viral on my timeline for weeks. I'm not kidding y'all. And so it was just like, I just had a moment of like, do I like, I feel a way about this, but I don't know why I feel away. And so I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole just trying to figure out like, what's going on here? 
So ladies, if you find yourself seeing someone that you weren't interested in all of a sudden pop up in a relationship and then now you're feeling away, I think there's a couple of questions that we have to ask ourselves and a couple of questions that I did have to ask myself this past pandemic because honestly, I feel like everyone was popping up as quarantine based. So first and foremost, I think it's really important to unpack the why. So for example, for me and with Viral Proposal Guy, I was like, okay, Brie, you clearly feel away. So let's understand why you feel away. And I had to ask myself, do I feel away because I feel like I'm missing out on a great guy or I missed out on a great guy? Or do I just feel like I missed out on a viral proposal? Which sounds a little shallow saying out loud, but we're here to be honest and transparent. And so I had to ask myself that. And then I had to ask myself, I had to remind myself like, wait, why did you curb him, dub him in the first place? Like why, why was he not somebody that you seriously considered as a contender? And so this part got a little bit tricky for me. And I will tell you why, because I will say maybe like this time last year, I realized in therapy, it's always in therapy. (laughs) I realized in therapy that I have a little bit of a fear of intimacy. And honestly, fear of intimacy can be a whole other podcast in itself where we talk about that and unpack that because again, I can spend like 30 minutes talking about that. But basically what a fear of intimacy means is that you want a relationship, but you might be low-key afraid of the relationship, of getting hurt in the relationship. And there's different types of fears of intimacy. Um, Mine is a fear of engulfment. So you're afraid of like getting too engulfed in a relationship um, and it not lasting forever or getting hurt. Um, Shout out to my parents' divorce and the reverberation of that showing up in my life even today. But anyways, so I discovered that I had this fear of intimacy. And so it makes it a little bit tricky. And if you are someone listening and you're like, oh my gosh, wait, I might have that as well. Because you push people away even when you like don't want people to go away. And so it can make it tricky because for me, one question I have to ask myself is like, okay, are your reasons for curbing somebody legit or are you just walking away because of a fear of intimacy? And child, that is a lot of work (laughs) because... In the moment, the reason for curbing somebody can be seem super valid, but then sometimes I second guess myself. I'm like, wait, is this a valid reason to dub somebody? Like, God help me, Jesus. <laughs> so this is still ongoing work that I'm doing in my life. Um, I have not arrived. I'm just sharing just in case there's anybody else out there who might be like, wait a minute, that sounds like me, sis. Going back to understanding why I felt away, in order to answer the two questions, did I feel like I was missing out on a great guy or did I just feel like I was missing out on this thing that I wanted? And in order to do that, I had to remember why was he not a contender in the first place? Like, Why did you were you not checking for him? And I had to ask myself, cause I'm like, okay, wait, was it fear of intimacy or was it just, was it something valid? And when I went in my memory bank, I was like, 
homeboy was a bugaboo. I love that song. Shout out to Destiny's Child. And I want to say, like, this is absolutely in no way shade to this young man. Like, he could definitely be a totally different person now today with his now fiance than he was back then. I only share this to say that this was my thought process. I had to understand what what was it that made me be like, nah, I'm good. And was it valid? And at the time, yes, it was a valid reason for me not to be checking for him. And I think the enemy, if we're not careful, can very easily try to plant those seeds, right? Of like, oh, well, you close the door on this person and look at them now. They're super happy. And so if you find yourself in that spot, don't don't be afraid to go back and be like, wait, okay, what were the things that were problematic that caused me to move forward from this person? After remembering the things that made me say, nah, I'm good, I ultimately came to the conclusion that I, in fact, did not regret curbing him. I was just salty watching this moment happen all up and down my timeline, if I'm honest. And I used this analogy with my therapist the other day, and I said, if anything, what I was feeling was a way about the idea that the dating pool is feeling a lot like the final round of musical chairs right now. So follow me with this analogy. So each person that I see getting into a relationship feels like a chair is getting removed from the circle. And so I'm watching and I'm listening to this music and I'm basically hoping that the music doesn't stop and I find myself without a chair. And so I realized that that is what I was feeling. I wasn't I wasn't tripping over homeboy. Him and his fiance look absolutely stunning. And I really hope I'm not sounding like a hater. Like, I hope this is coming out the way that I want it to come out. Um, but really what it felt like was homeboy was like another chair getting removed from the circle. And whether or not I like the chair, it still feels like one less to choose from. And that might sound a little selfish saying out loud, but you know what? It's honest. And if you're a single lady listening, I'm sure you can absolutely relate to that analogy. So if you're finding yourself in a similar situation where you're like, yo, this person that I used to talk to or that tried to talk to me and I just was not interested in has now moved on and you're just like, dang, (laughs) couple things like, yeah, like people move on. People, your no will be somebody else's yes. And so don't expect that that person will be there waiting for you or waiting uh, to shoot their shot at you again, um, because sometimes that's not the case. But I also want to say, don't fall into the trap of regret if you're really just salty. And the difference is, is regret would have been me like, dang, I shouldn't have curved homeboy. Like we really could have made this work. That's regret. Salty is just like, dang. He really all these black love pages though with this girl. (laughs) 
and they're different. So make sure you know what it is that you're feeling. If it's just you being salty, then like, you know, work, work through that like I did. But if it's you being regretful, that ship may have sailed, boo-boo. Um, this ain't the notebook. This ain't loving basketball. You can't play him for his heart. <laughs> but no, seriously, like it it will probably be time for you. If, if you are in regret and feeling like, dang, I really regret curving him for real. It may be time to, re- to reflect on why you curve that person and what is making you regret it? Like, do you feel like you pushed that person away without reason? Do you feel like you made a hasty decision? Um, or do you have a fear of intimacy that maybe you need to unpack a little bit? I think it's just important that you start with yourself and you take the time to unpack what it is that you might be feeling and why you might be regretful. And just one last question that I think I'll be asking myself when somebody does try to express interest and I'm like, nah, I'm good. Like in that moment, I need to ask myself like, okay, how are you going to feel if this person all of a sudden pops up on your timeline in a relationship? Like, I think I just need to ask myself in the moment just to think through what those feelings will be. Cause I will be honest, like this, it caught me off guard. I'm not even going to lie to you. But lastly, I think we have to have an honest conversation with ourselves and to check our emotions and ask ourselves, are we being that kid that has a bunch of toys and they put one down to go play with the other? And when they see someone playing with the toy they put down, all of a sudden they're like, wait, that's my toy. And now they want to go back to that toy and fight that person over that toy. Don't be that kid. Because that kid is a jerk. (laughs) Acknowledge that you not liking somebody else playing with something that you previously had is a you issue. It's not a them issue. And it's work that you have to do to understand why all of a sudden this person having that toy is triggering you after you decided that you were done playing with it. Make sure that you're not just being selfish. You're not just like, well, they can't have it. Even if I don't want it, they can't have it. Like, let's let's not be those people. So take the time to do your reflection. If you're seeing a bunch of quarantine relationships pop up, you're not the only one, sis. But it's all right. Don't let the enemy try to sit there and make you feel like you made bad decisions. If you wait out and you're like, this just was not it for me. And you can be happy for that person. Um, And it might take a little bit of you working through that, but it's possible. I know that I have just said a lot today. I feel like I'm preaching uh, preaching a little bit today. So ushers, you may come forward because service is finished. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. (laughs) This low-key felt like a therapy session all over again. So as always, please don't forget to rate the podcast, especially if you are listening on Apple Podcasts. A rate goes a long way in helping more people like you find the podcast. Until next week, I hope you find a reason to shine bright on purpose this week. Bye, guys.